0: Unless I'm, like, just crazy. Because I know that they, they do sell unripe lemons around here, which are green. And, like, they're labeled as unripe lemons. They're, spo- they're supposedly for, like,
1: mixed drinks and stuff. German? German? Wait, does German distinguish? Or does a different language distinguish? Now I'm super confused.
0: <laughs> because I've also had people tell me that limes are lemons that aren't ripe yet. And that always hurts my brain. Because I, I refuse to that. No, that, no, no. That's
1: yeah, funny. yeah, exactly, limes, limes. It's, no, that's not the same they're different. Limes are not lemons.
0: But then there, there's some countries that like refer to limes and lemons as the same thing. Huh.
1: Okay. If anybody out there that is listening to this episode right now, if anybody out there knows more about this, uh, please drop us uh, a DM.
0: Citrus is a mess. <laughs> But you know it isn't as much of a mess as citrus is the Halcyon Frequency Podcast. What is it? Uh, <laughs> I lost count of what episode. Is this episode seven? seven? This yeah. is episode seven, airing on February twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. I'm blind and I'm hosting this thing, and uh, I'm I'm here with uh, Tuti Kiri. How are you today?
2: Next question. But well, hello, uh,
0: FG. How are you today?
1: Hi, <laughs> Pass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Okay, I will do the same. Um, we're all here. We're, we're recording a podcast. Uh, it's it's a little messy right now, but um, we got a lot of demos to talk about because the uh, Steam Next Fest um, started. So we're just gonna kind of skip the rambling today because this is a very, very, very long list of questions. Um, so I or not questions. Demos. Games. The, the games. Demos. Demos. Them. Same thing question do you like game yes no move on (laughs) um so uh, who wants to start with one because i think that we've all kind of got like a pile of things that we have or have not played um i have a pile yeah so just just start at the beginning i guess we'll just kind of work through
1: yeah sounds good
0: um um kiri do you want to grab one from the beginning of your list or should we start with?
1: i thought i just gonna start because she has so many here okay yeah i did i did i did three days three stream days of demos and I could have done a fourth today if I had streamed today. Honestly, there were a lot of demos that appealed to me that I picked and I didn't even get to all of them. Um, Some I skipped because it's like, this game is coming out next week or next month or in like two months. So I was like, I'll just wait until the game, full game comes out. I'll just look at games that are maybe a little bit further away. But let's get started. Uh, First thing I played was Ixion, which is a... Basically, it's being described as Frostpunk in space. Uh, you get to manage a giant space station, um, and uh, you have to make decisions and and build up your colony and all that sort of stuff. And the decisions are kind of sort of what it is, kind of like makes it a little bit closer to frost punky because you can you know there's a little bit of morality in there I guess um, comes out later this year um, and uh, the demo is about an hour long it's relatively sh- uh, relatively short um, I, I didn't mind it <laughs> didn't hate it didn't love it visually it's absolutely stunning like so I
0: installed this one purely because of the visuals, yes. like you were it's just saying. Stunning. I haven't gotten around to playing it yet because there's a, a few people in my chat that keep, like, having to go to bed that really want to see me play it. So I just kind of haven't yeah. done it yet. Um, I, I'm, I'm now, like, kind of debating as to whether or not I just want to wait for the whole game because, like, I just, I think I, think I said this, lo- like, uh, on another episode of this podcast. But, like, I really, really, really want games that are like The Expanse. And visually, this looks like The Expanse. So yeah even if it's just like pretty sci-fi stuff with blah gameplay I'll probably Yeah, still
1: play yeah, it. yeah. So so visually it's absolutely stunning. Like the 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 solar system view is glorious with like cuz you have like the sun in the middle and there's like uh you see the coronal mass ejections like off going off into space and all that sort of stuff is super pretty. Gameplay wise it needs
0: work what's the name of the it looked kind of like the 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 that circular startopia. space station yes. game that they made in startopia Start, yeah. it looks yes, kind of yes, like yeah. that
1: the yeah. inside is kind of like that um gameplay wise it still needs work cuz you ha- there's some there's some like super unintuitive ways of doing things like you you it, it tells you like to to build a food storage And you build the food like or, or, like you build a storage and then Um, it doesn't tell you to build roads to the resources that are scattered on the map because apparently there's like just resources scattered where you're building. Um, So then you build a road there and then it doesn't... Then you would assume that the robots go and would take the stuff and put it into the storage. But they don't. You have to click the little floating symbol above like the goods or wreckage or whatever you want to call it. And then they will go and collect it. Like there's just tiny things like that that are just like... Uh, no. <laughs> um, it's just not. It, I don't know if it's an earlier build, like the demo, and it's like, you know, I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel quite ready. Also, WASD, the movement is completely messed up uh, inside the space station for whatever re- reason. It's like, first you think it's like along the axis, but then it's also not. And it's like just completely messed up. Like pressing like A goes like top left, for example. Like, it's really weird. So, visually stunning. Gameplay sort of. We'll have to wait and see, but it might just be because it's an older demo, like an older build.
0: So I'll just say this out again for anybody who may have missed it. That is Ixion, Ixion which is I-X-I-O-N. Yeah. If anybody wants to go look that game up.
1: Yeah. That was that relatively so short and sweet. List, I guess. <laughs> I'm, trying to, well, I'm trying to be short. Well...
0: I mean, we'll, we'll, be, yeah, fine. we'll yeah. be fine. We've just got like 75,000 of these left Yeah, it's okay. So we'll, yeah, we'll, no, we'll no
1: problem. I've got time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I, I right. have a really short one. The game's called Voice. Fata Diem or Fata Diem. And it, it looks like a uh, black and white game from from back in the day. Or at least that that's what the gameplay mechanics are. You play God yeah. on an island. And there's a tutorial... So I start the tutorial and like, I don't know, 10 minutes into the game, I just broke it. So I couldn't really continue because the tutorial was stuck and I didn't get to play the game at all. All I did was click on a town, click on a person, and then did some kind of wonder to make that person like me. And then it got bugged. So (laughs) visually it looks nice. I have no idea how gameplay actually works. Uh, it has a really horrible grainy effect when you pause the game, which is completely unnecessary. Um, yeah. And then I heard from other people that the tutorial bugged out for them too. So we we don't really know what, how that game plays. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, um, no, you don't, no, you go. I was just going to say that I I had a few people recommend me try this one. And I, I looked at the screenshots and I made it to screenshot number seven. And that dude looking at the camera is so terrifying. I just kind of decided, maybe <laughs> this one won't be for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like black and white, but it's also one of those games where it's like, I feel like black and white is more like rose-tinted glasses than anything. Like, as a game concept, it was really cool. But actually going back and playing black and white, it doesn't age that well. So when people try and make black and white now, I always kind of go, um, So, I don't know. I think I'd wait for reviews on this one.
1: Yeah, I did not touch this one myself. Uh, Lex played it though, Lex, aka my partner, Lex, um, and I kind of glanced over his shoulder, and um, I, I think he kind of had the same issues, basically. Yeah,
2: it's, it's so strange. Like I, I wanted to try because I thought, you know, if, if that's like black and white, that's probably cool, but oh. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Maybe it- God games are a maybe weird one. maybe it
1: just it just needs a little bit more time in the cooker or it's an old build but yeah. uh, considering that's also coming out this year that always makes me a little bit hesitant then.
0: Yeah, that doesn't look just just looking at screenshots in the trailer that, that like um, Fata does not look like a, a game that should be coming out this year. Oh, so it but, might be early you know, access. Do I, I don't I know? know. I'm not a game developer. Uh, Actually, I don't is know. It?
1: Let's check. Uh.
0: Steam page looks like full release. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, it does. Yep,
2: yeah. I'd, I'd be careful with that. I will
0: say, I'm, that that same publisher has other games coming out supposedly Q two this year that I want to play, which don't have demos. So. <laughs> Why didn't they put out a demo for Falling Frontier instead? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um,
1: that does look pretty so good, that, though. That yeah. Was,
0: <laughs> that 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 was Fata Dium. Um, do we want, should I do one or should we keep on going with your two longer lists than mine?
1: (laughs) I guess I can, I can go. Um, uh, so reef land, that's reef, like the, the reef in the ocean, R-E-E-F land. Um, I can make that one short and sweet. It's, um, like Islanders, but on a hexagonal grid, very pretty colors, very chill, um, Plays pretty similar to Islanders. Like if you've not played it, it's like a little puzzle puzzle game where you put buildings together Ooh. to make point like to and then you get scored on how well you group things together because certain things boost each other, th- certain things don't like each other, and you get points and then you get more tiles. When you place those you get more points. If you get enough points, you win the map, you go to the next map. Basically the same concept with Reef Land, um, but on a hexagonal grid. Really pretty. Um, very chill, nice, chill puzzle game to play just when you kind of just want something to chill and maybe listen like while you're, while you're listening to a podcast or something. It's very, it was nice. Um, probably needs a little bit more diversity, I'd say, because right now there's not too much that you can build in terms of like buildings, at least in the demo. But that might also just be because it's a demo build. Um, yeah. But no, that was really good. comes out sometime this year. I really like that one. I'm looking at the screenshots of it right now, and it, it does kind of look
0: like a, a hybrid of, like, Dorf Romantic and Island mm, yeah. so a little bit. Yeah.
1: It's really pretty.
0: The, the the one thing that I will say about this that I don't like is that UI looks like it was made for a tablet, which is fine. It does, yeah. But I really wish they'd shrink the buttons down a little bit for the PC yeah. version. Um, True. But uh, aside from that, it's like, I would totally play this, but I'll, I'll wait for the full version. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I would that
0: if it takes off anywhere near the same amount as uh, Dorf Romantic, I'll jump on it for sure. That looks
1: yeah, cool. no, it's really chill. And yeah, you don't need to play this um, right now. Um, it's just yeah. That's a that's a play when it comes out. Wishlist? <laughs> yeah, I wishlisted that one too. Yeah, that was nice. It's
2: so nice to, after you finish playing those demos, to then go to the Steam store and then just wishlist everything you liked or remove something that you didn't like from your wishlist that was already there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a good feeling. Mm yeah yeah i really like that one too
0: kiri you want to tell us about yeah so i tried
1: that
2: that and and it was it was fun i I like the pixel art style it's a what is it even like a half auto battle turn-based run around the world kind of thing don't don't really know how to describe it Mm -hmm. um the ui is unintuitive so i i hope they're gonna fix that until next week when it releases because you you hire units in a town, so you claim a town first, then you hire units there. But I didn't figure out how to do it, because the tu- tutorial said just, oh. I don't know, go there, hire some more units in that building. So I went to that building, well, I clicked on that building, because you don't actually go around in a town, and I saw their unit, but there was no buy or hire button or anything, and I clicked on the unit, and it didn't work, and I, I left again, and I came back to that unit, uh, to that building... And I clicked on the gold button that that showed the cost of it, and nothing worked. And then I clicked on on the max button because there's a buy, buy one kind of by max. It's, it just says one and max. You have to click on that, but it's not visually different from the rest of it. It doesn't look like a button. So mm. I, I I thought I broke another game. I didn't. It's just I I didn't see that this is where I had to click. So that was a bit frustrating. Um, and then there is, during the battles, the camera follows the mouse cursor, which I think is super redundant and made me slightly nauseous, but it's not too bad.
0: That doesn't make any logical sense. Why, would, when, why wouldn't it just be like a i do drag thing? Or
2: using your, your arrow keys or WASD, but no, it follows the mm-hmm. mouse cursor. And the weird thing is when you run around in, in, in the world, it doesn't do that at all. So they just, I, I don't know. So that's odd. And the UI is, as I said, a bit unintuitive, but the gameplay it was fun.
0: Question. About the battles themselves, do you have any control or is it just like you watch the fight You have seven? control
2: in positioning your units before you actually hit the start button and they start fighting? And then you get spells as well that you can you can use during the battle. That's all the control you have.
0: All right. I, well, the, the reason I ask is because this game to me very much looks like a combination of Heroes of Might and Magic and uh, Conquest of Elysium. Um, I don't know if either of you guys have played Heroes of Might and Magic. I'm assuming you haven't played Conquest of Elysium. But um, this is very much something that I want to play, and I will play mm-hmm. it with the full versions. I'm just In
2: waiting. my chat said that this is very much like Heroes of Might and Magic.
0: Yeah, the the move, the way the movement and the like actual building side of it works is very Heroes of Might and Magic, um, but the battles and the way the armies work is very Conquest okay. of Elysium. So, um, Conquest of Elysium is much more of a board game type thing. There's like a lot less actually happening on the overworld, um, and a lot more focused on like unit positioning and like area control. Um, whereas Heroes of Might and Magic was always more of like, um, kind of like a, you have a bunch of single little RPG characters running around on a map that build up their own little armies and gain stats Mm -hmm. and abilities, which was a very neat structure for a game and nobody else really does that the same way. Yeah, you have that too, like your units
2: level up. Actually, I don't know if it's all the units or just your, your hero, but the hero has a skill tree and experience. Mm
0: -hmm. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm curious to play Same. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I coming out next it was, week already. It was fun. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. So many games coming um, out. I, I said this before yeah. we recorded. There's four games I want to play that are coming out on the first. It's ridiculous. On the yeah, first? Wait, yeah,
0: sounds like you need to roll a four-sided die. It's a <laughs>
1: hero's hour, um, Elix two, uh, Hortcore and um, Far Lone Tides. All four of them are coming out on Tuesday. Changing Tides, <laughs> right? Uh, Changing Tides, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The new far game.
0: <laughs> Not to be, uh, you know, confused with the Far Cry games, of course, um, <laughs> because that's a far cry from quality. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I'm just gonna take one Boom. real quick. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna talk about a game called Relic Space. Um, Relic Space is too early and shouldn't have a demo, but um, it's a little game by the same developer who made a game called Xenomarine, uh, which is a traditional roguelike um, where you play as a little marine in in a sci-fi setting. I haven't actually played that one. I played a demo build of it when it was unfinished and then never played the finished product. Um, It was a very quiet release. It didn't make a huge amount of buzz, but I do know that there's a few people who love that game and swear by it. Um, so I've been kind of curious about Relic Space because it's it's a very different setting for a roguelike. It's a, uh, a hex-based space combat game where you are managing a bunch of meters on your ship and then later on ships. Um, it's got uh, uh, all of the roguelike trappings, but it's just far too early and just feels like a very unfinished alpha and doesn't feel like something that should have a demo yet. Um, which is, I think, a bit of a shame. But uh, that's just kind of my take on it. The writing is a little meh. But gameplay-wise, it seems
1: interesting for what it is. All right.
0: That's Relic Space.
1: All right. Um, Literally, well, short maybe, but sweet. Uh, Next game that I played on my list was uh, Battle Cakes. Uh, All one word. And uh, Battle Cakes, Um, let me check. Uh, I think... I think no, it's also coming out this year. I thought it had released it already, but it doesn't. So, B- Battle Cakes is a very, 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 very cute turn-based RPG with way too many puns.
2: So, but so basically, what
1: do you do? Because I don't know what it is, right? But you say Battle Cakes. No, yes. Do you so, fight so-
2: with cakes or full cakes? No, you.
1: You are a cake. Oh. You are a cupcake. You are lit- everybody's literally a baked good in this world. Okay. And <laughs> um ba- basically it's just it just takes your, you know, sort of stereotypical adventure story like hero sets out to save the world. You're the chosen cupcake. You're the chosen cupcake. Wow. Yes. And you can customize your character like <laughs> you can you can choose your frosting Was and your body on top? color. You can have, yeah, but actually the cherries, like the cherries on top and what you have like in your frosting, that's um like a, that's like actually a battle item, like an outfit <laughs> I item. I love that. Um, I'm looking at a screenshot of this
0: right now and there's under like the battle menu for commands, there's slice, dipes and chop like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Chop like crazy is an attack. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> And uh, they all have. Everybody has like, uh, like, like cake names. Like your, your friend is called Red Velvet. They're a Red Velvet cupcake. And then um, you fight like pastry animals as well. And there's uh, just like <laughs> jelly roll cats. And ah, uh, it's just, it's just.
0: There's something about a cupcake holding a crossbow that I find very
1: amusing. Yeah, it's just really wholesome. The art style's really cute. So, and yeah, it's just a, it's a feel good RPG where the hero saves the world, but the hero is also a cupcake and uh, you wield a frosting knife, by the way. It's not a sword, amazing. it's just a, fro- it's really, yeah, no, it's really good. Um, It's really cute. I can't wait to play it when it comes out. Battle cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Um, Carrie, do you want to talk about yeah, Iron
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Iron Earth. It's got the Iron Earth. And it's a tactical turn-based RPG, I suppose. Um, It's pixel art. The art style is incredible. The animations look really, really good. Unfortunately, I didn't enjoy it because the tutorial is like reading a novella. It's a chore to play the tutorial. There's just everything explained. It's over-explained. And... You, you don't have any freedom at all. It's just, use this character, move it to that hex, then use that spell on this enemy. And it's just, no, no, let me play this game. So that was very frustrating. But uh, you, you have these battles. And then how you move in the, the world. So I haven't actually seen the world map because I gave up before I made it. But you start in a dungeon. And for the dungeon, you have square tiles and then you move on to the next one but you can also decide to just scout ahead for example so you you don't walk freely in the dungeon but you just move from one tile to the next really and sometimes you've got to fight and sometimes you don't
0: oh this is it's like a darkest dungeon style for the dungeon crawling element
2: yeah yeah no actually you're right
0: because in darkest dungeon you're you're moving from yeah. tile to, like the first one you're moving from tile to tile yeah so it's like a it's got like a dungeon crawling element to it and then also an open world from Luxembourg. Yeah so I read
2: that there's an open world but I actually didn't see it
0: I'm looking at a so screenshot
2: of it if if they could make the tutorial somehow more approachable that'd be amazing Cuz
0: interesting I th- this looks like something that would intrigue me I, I somehow I'm completely Yeah cuz it had
2: it has great graphics the they're different classes with different skills. And it, it looks to be really cool and promising. But the tutorial is just too much.
1: That sounds annoying, yeah. I,
0: I, I think it's like tutorials are becoming like a um, a theme here almost. <laughs> it's like there, there's a very fine line between like not enough tutorial and being yeah. too vague and over tutorializing stuff to the point where I don't want to Yeah, it's
2: play really it.
0: difficult to, I, I to find
2: the middle ground there. there. And I totally realized that. But as a player, you just immediately know if it's too much, or if it's not enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely kind of how some people feel about the Warhammer prologue, but I'm sure we'll talk about that <laughs> later. <laughs> um, <laughs> FG, do you want to tell us about Space Wreck?
1: Yeah, sure. So Space Wreck um, is a... CRPG. It's a pixel art CRPG actually. And um, the way it was described in the blurb on Steam made it sound really, really appealing because um, it's like basically it said it's a fallout inspired post apocalyptic CRPG.
0: This art style's rad. See C- space wreck
1: yeah that's i i thought that too when i looked at it first (laughs) and like the 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 menu is really cool because it's like old um old like uh like really old computer style right with the with like the white and um like blue text and whatnot but it is also literally fallout the first one the first crpg because it's uh uh, the first fallout if you've not played it uh you get sent out from your vault to find a water chip because you've run out of you know your water chip's broken in this game you'll get attacked by pirates and you need to find a computer chip control chip or whatever but basically a water chip for your for your spaceship and then you set out on a on on a um, in a shuttle, but then your shuttle runs out of fuel and you need to find fuel for your shuttle. So it's it seemed like a really straight up like almost like a straight up copy in a way, like at least the setup. And then at first I also thought I really liked the art style, but the longer I looked at it in the game world the more I could just not get into the art style. It, I'm, I'm, I'm looking p- at it right now on
2: Steam. It's, it's okay. I wouldn't say it's anything special, but...
0: I just have a lot of nostalgia for this type of art. That's the, the, the,
1: the like it,
0: all, it It doesn't matter if it's any good or not. I just like this type of art.
1: Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just for some reason, like the way they've done things... Certain things look like really cool pixel art, but certain things... The way it's done it's just really hard to see um it's hard to see sometimes where stuff like if something is in front of something or over substance. behind it and that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and um because I, I maybe maybe my eyes just got really strained because of this i don't know but hmm. i had to stop playing it not because the gameplay was bad um but because of the art unfortunately um, I really like the art style, uh, like the, the 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 gameplay style, because it's a CRPG. I really like CRPGs, and um, when you when you do like a like a chat with a person, um, and there, there's like a test, it's not just like oh you have X point in that, uh, and this one needs I don't know you know you have ten points in persuasion, this needs five, you've won. It's actually like um, it needs this amount of points. You have that that stat. You also roll dice, and then if you're over the stat, then over the threshold, then you get it. So it's like really cleverly done, but for some reason I just couldn't get past the art style.
0: So what you're saying is if I want to play Fallout, I should just go play Underrail?
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Right.
0: Another wait for reviews, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, this could be one of those games where it comes out and it, it pulls like a cruelty squad where it's just like, Parts of it are hard to look at, but the game's so good, who care? Yeah, 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 Uh, of
1: course, of course, yeah.
0: So, I I think it really depends on how how good the substance of the actual game is, but once again, that was uh, Space Wreck. Okay, what do we want to do next? (laughs) There's a lot of stuff on the (laughs) list here. You guys pick one.
2: So, um, yeah, go. Okay, I'm going to touch on the next one. TFM The First Men. And we have different opinions on that one. I think I'm, I'm more with FG on that, like, it, it looks really cool um let me see what is it it's
0: it's a blind it's game a city
2: builder ish i couldn't figure out how to build anything so i was just watching at my dudes running around collecting i don't know berries and whatever and that was that i honestly did not know what to do
1: i i, I figured out how to play the game But the way you built your colony in this, I found extremely not confusing, that's not the right words, but it's really easy to lose oversight and like and like yeah, you just you just lose track of things because the way you built things is you're, you don't control your people. They run around, they do stuff. And then by doing stuff, they get XP. And then you can level them up. You can level them up different paths. And for different paths, you get different things. You can get either items or uh, a stat increase, or you can get buildings. And But there's like five or six different paths. and I, I just found it... like I, The idea is cool. It's a Some lot. of the art is really cool. Some of the art is also really highly disturbing. Um, <laughs> i mean did you look at the horse Kinda. um there it, it's it's disturbing to,
0: it, to me it's disturbing in kind of like a don't starve kind of way where it's like this is disturbing but it's
1: charming partially yeah at least and me. then it just gets really it's just too much so, and it's, it's it's too hard to keep track of things for me
0: did did you get did you get to the point where you had soldiers and you started sending people out to go explore?
1: No, I gave up before. I played 40 minutes and I was just okay. not having I was just not having fun because I was just watching them run around and then yeah. every once in a while it was like, "I have leveled up. Yay, I can now build this building." Maybe. But it took forever cuz you know, depending on what you get for for what you roll for level ups. I I think I rolled over and over like strawberry fields for some reason and not I didn't make any progress towards building any, like, buildings of substance. So, so I didn't build anything, but I wanted to see
2: some gameplay, so I just drafted some of my people and then sent them out into into caves and attacked, like, I don't know, bugs, whatever, to see how that was. So, yeah, cool, I guess, I don't know, it's just, it was a lot of information, and I. Not enjoyable, but blind. What do you think about it?
0: This game to me feels like playing Dwarf Fortress with auto-labor turned on. Mm -hmm. So Dwarf Fortress has a setting, which is auto-labor, where um, dwarves will automatically take jobs based on what they need. Um, And there are some other tools that you can have for Dwarf Fortress that'll make them automatically cut down trees and such. Um, While very few people who play Dwarf Fortress actually use those tools... This game it feels like, to me, it's taken some of those ideas and stretched that into a game. Um, the way the game works is each character has uh, several different paths. They have a green path, blue path, red path, white path, and black path. Um, each of these paths are a different kind of style of skill. So, like, red path is very combat and hunting-oriented. Green path is uh, very, like, farming and... Uh, construction and building. Um, Blue path, I can't remember. I think that's like science. Uh, White path is like religion and such. And then black path is like uh, human sacrifices. Um, And essentially the way the game works is everybody kind of goes off and just does their thing. And they passively get experience while they're off doing their thing. And whenever a character levels up, you can select a path that you want them to take or you can give them a trait. As things happen in the world, they can gain negative traits and there are certain Perks and paths that can remove these negative traits. So it's you're balancing a family tree and the actual city. bit like FG referred to it as almost an idle game, which to a degree maybe not wrong. But the the way a game works like this is it's all just about automating your city to do the thing that you need it to do. Um, once you build up to a certain level and you have enough people in the red path, for example, you can then. Um, start asking them to craft themselves items within the red path or if you've gone far enough into the farming path then you can start asking them to craft their own gear and because they start to level up slower over time you're only ever can like moving one or two people into a different path the Part where the game, I think, becomes a little bit tedious is when you have like five, six people leveling up at the same time and you're forgetting who is who. That is an issue which I think they need to work on. I think the game has some uh, information communication problems right now. But once you get to the point where you start to be able to form up a little party, the city just stays automated, which is why the city is so automated. So they, they just do their thing. And occasionally you can pop somebody into a new path. But then you, say, take... Four dudes with spears, and you can then walk out and then go cave delving. Um, you can you can go trade and communicate with other factions. Um, if somebody is bigger and stronger than you, they'll show up and threaten you, and then they will leave a chest, and you have to donate some of your path experience to them, which levels them up in the world, and then they won't attack you. Unless you can um, build up enough experience to be able to go and fight them and overtake them. Um, it also has kind of the Don't Starve questing system, where you'll find NPCs in the world that can go trigger world events, such as um, large creatures and monsters from the deep, and uh, world-scale invasions. I-, I think that this this game is extremely tedious, and I completely agree with like both of your criticisms of it. I think it communicates information terribly, it has virtually no tutorial outside of a few boxes of text, um, and some flashing icons that need to be clicked, but I think there's a really, 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 really cool game here if they can communicate to people how See, to See, from
2: what you said, it sounds really cool and I'm sold, but I also played it myself, and and no, <laughs> it just that's not what you just explained Fair. or what you described. Fair enough. Yeah, I have the exact also, the same thing, yeah. Every
0: time your characters level up, they gain new traits, and new traits give them different tendencies and how they behave around other people. So you've also got a little bit of Crusader Kings there, and you've got little their kids inheriting their traits. Yeah. I don't know, like it's yeah,
2: that, it's a super. Neat it sounds really cool when you explain it. That might be I terrible. Just, I, don't I know. just didn't see that in the game. It just does not emerge. <laughs> no, but hey, it's only a demo, so a it's still on
1: it my wish list. <laughs> and I'll, I'll just it wait. Might, and yeah. see. I, I think it's just
0: wish listed I falling. think it's just one of those
1: games that needs once
0: it doesn't demo very well i can tell you it that. doesn't
1: demo very well and i think it just needs some play testing by people that have no clue what's going on
0: <laughs> it, it needs to be played by people that aren't making yeah it.
1: yeah exactly because um it is it is current in its current form it is not accessible at all nope mm-hmm.
0: absolutely but i it, it i i'm really really curious to see the full game for the mm-hmm. first man.
1: It, it could be interesting That's for on. sure like like yeah it could it could lead to an interesting um uh gameplay experience for sure it's just it's just definitely not there yet at all oh well we'll see i guess <laughs> um
0: who wants to take the next one
1: I, I should probably go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm Yeah. Um. All right. The next one is Tomb Star. That's one word. Tomb, like the tomb, like T O M B Star.
0: I'm please. Please tell me this is like a Michael Jackson simulator, but you're a mummy.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's uh. Oh, damn it.
0: I was hoping for a rhythm game. <laughs> no,
1: it's actually a top down run based game with meta progression aka what modern people would call a roguelite but not blind <laughs> 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 sorry um wow it it has really good music the art style is really charming like the art style reminded me actually even though it's a top-down game the art style and the atmosphere reminded me of WildStar. but i did not play much because it's a top-down roguelike shooter where the camera moves with the mouse. Oh, no. So it just wibble wobbles everywhere. You know, no. I, I know that
0: the camera moving with the mouse is a pain for you two. I know that it is like a motion mm-hmm. sickness issue. But there are some games where that mechanic is like borderline necessary. It
1: is, and it makes sense. It it. it I know where they put it in these roguelike games because or in these in these type games it's not a roguelite roguelite, sorry it's yeah, yeah run- or, like roguelite sorry <laughs> um my brain thinks one thing my mouth says another thing it happens um it makes sense in these games because enemies will start spawning off off screen and um they will start attacking you from off screen as well so it's it's it is a gameplay advantage to be able to move your mouse and your camera around the character
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. and that's okay i'm just asking for options like uh, shout <laughs> out if they, no 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 they, uh, def- shout out to the dev of atomic crops uh which is also a top-down rogue light uh game uh who um said that makes the game harder but i'll put the option in and uh, now I've played 120 hours of that game because that game's really, really fun and good, and they put that option in. Um, I know it makes it harder to play. And I'm not saying don't ever do the wibble-wobble cam. It's just uh, options are cool for
0: people. I, I just want to shout out Brigador because not only do they give you the option to lock the camera on the player character instead of following the mouse even though following the mouse makes the game a lot mm. like more manageable um they also give you a hotkey where you can turn it on and off like with a toggle to be able to like jump to where your mouse is to like look ahead if you want to scout and oh, then jump cool. back to your character yeah. they also let you sl- like literally slow down time in that yeah. game so you want to play that game at 10 percent speed you can do that yeah
1: that's option. Obstru- oh that's that's cool that's 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 all i'm saying i'm like game I- games
0: like this need that kind of option yeah exactly on top of just the turn off the camera like if if it makes the game dramatically more difficult to lock the camera on your character let us slow the game down to 75 speed
1: yeah yeah maybe all that like just just options options are cool options make games accessible for people you know um and that's what I'm asking I'm not saying like oh my god how dare you blah 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 it's just there are i mean obviously because i i am affected by this not to the degree that kira is affected by it but i'm also affected by by simulation sickness i also obviously because of that stuff start, i'm starting to curate like an audience that has the same issues and like that is <laughs> that that is the, that is the, the thing <laughs> no it's fine <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was thinking of, okay, I'm gonna cut this out afterwards, it's, but now we reacted. Fine. so bless
1: you mystery. It's it's yeah, fine. bless you mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, we are not alone. That's the thing, right? There is a lot of people out there that have isu- that have these issues. so so options are cool and they make your games accessible and that means more people will play them.
0: It just hurts me that all of these games are called roguelikes <laughs> because they're nothing like rogue <laughs> and rogue is like the most accessible, like traditional roguelikes is the most accessible genre to visually impaired and people with motion sickness because of how like slow and paced those games are. Yeah,
1: and then um, then I played, because you it brought it up me. and we're talking about traditional roguelikes right now. I played Soul Ash, and holy heckin' heck, that game is good, but I need a freaking magnifying glass because holy crap that font it was so tiny it was going i i <sighs> think there's an op. i know there's
0: an option to make the tiles bigger i don't think there's an option to make. The no
1: font the bigger. font is so small it, it i had to like i strained my eyes like trying to read that font like the game was fine no problem Like if you like traditional roguelikes that is one it's really fun i enjoyed i enjoyed my run i got i got beaten up by a character and killed by them while they screamed at me uh why are you attacking me why are you attacking me after they started attacking me first it was great <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> because you're an you're an elder god and everything must attack you and you must destroy yeah but
1: she literally sense. complained that i attacked <laughs> after she attacked me well first. you attacked back
0: necromancer best class um
1: anyways uh but yeah oh, holy heck um <laughs> Options like
0: so that was Tombstar and soul Yeah,
1: Tombstar <laughs> and Solesh. Can I and, and can I as I said just just shout shout out again options, options make make it options increases the 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 the, the, the range of people that can play your games. There we go. Yes, please and thank Develop you. It.
0: Time to plug yeah. your time to plug your curator.
1: Yeah, we can do that too. Uh, sure. <laughs>
0: Or at the end, I don't know. Um, yeah, we can do that. What's next on this So I
2: have one that's that's somewhat fitting with the whole simulation sickness options topic, the Wandering Village. Yeah. Which Ooh. was really, really, around. really
0: cool. <laughs> that's fine.
2: Sorry, what did you say?
0: I was just saying we're jumping around, so I'm just thinking about maybe reorganizing. Yes, I, I'm it, jumping it, around because one. it's just so
2: fitting right now. Um, it's a survival city builder, town builder. Um but the, the unique mechanic is that you build on a creature it's called an onbu it looks like a turtle and and that creature is walking around and you've got the mechanic of you need to gather materials you need to build something there's research as well you need to keep your people alive but also you need to feed that creature you on, and then a, you know, it gets tired, it just stops moving and lies down on the ground. It's really, really cool, looks very nice, has a great tutorial. But there are no options currently for for turning off the moving background. And I'm totally aware that you build something on a moving creature. But once you move your camera to the ledge of where you build, you obviously you see the moving ground. Not good. Really, really not good. So that needs some options, accessibility options.
0: I'm trying to think of ways that they could do that without completely gutting their style. They could, like, put clouds.
2: Yeah, but moving clouds are also bad. Just...
0: No, have, the clouds follow you. Like, just have, like, a cloud... Like, because you know how cloud cover hugs mountains?
2: Yeah, you know, like? okay.
0: Could have, like, a big cloud skirt following yeah. your critter.
2: Yeah, like that, That's for example. That's the only thing I could
0: really think of without them completely yeah. gutting their art style.
2: Well, you can avoid
1: just looking over the edge. I did that. Mm-hmm. Talking, so yeah. yeah. Um, t- talking about bad games in terms of like uh, simulation sickness, motion sickness. Um, c- apparently, we're doing that now. So I'm just jumping on that train. Literally, yep. you- stick with the theme. Literally, <laughs> because the game that I'm talking about is called Pandemic Train. Um, it's it's uh, the game is really cool idea. It's sort of a more this War of mar- Mine style gameplay like you have a group of survivors in a train um, uh, trying to survive and you have to like manage them and tell them you know okay build this production bench and you need to scavenge for resources etc etc but because you're on a train that's going pretty fast there's just constant scrolling background and you can't zoom in on the train at all oof yeah (laughs) I I Chad and I lasted ten minutes, I think, and then we had to uh just turn that off because yeah, it was like the idea was cool uh of the game. Like the the yeah, this is a really cool idea. Um it's like sort of snow piercer meets this war of mine, I guess, in a way. Um really cool idea, but but absolutely one hundred percent not playable for me.
0: Yeah, this one would make Sad. me emotional. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not super susceptible to the moving background stuff, but this would make me. Emotional. It's
1: very fast. It's like really it. fast for some reason as well.
0: I I wonder if they like cranked up the depth of field in the background up to a bajillion, so it just all blurred out. If that would fix it, but as, at least when it's moving, that would help with me at the very. I least. mean, I I. But it would also maybe make the game look really. The fun. thing
1: <laughs> is, I couldn't I couldn't play. Very long. Uh, So, I I don't quite know. I assume the way you scavenge for resources, and this is me assuming because, as I said, I I did not finish that game or finish the demo or go through it very far. Um, I would Mm. assume you would have to stop. Do you mean stop the train? Stop Mm, the train and get out the train and go for resources. So, instead of having the constant moving background... um, and then eventually you come to the next stop. Why not just have the train be stopped? You do your surviving and leveling and whatnot. And when you're ready to go to the next scavenging thing, it just does a, the train starts pulling off, goes off frame, and then you arrive at that destination. Would probably change the gameplay progression a little bit. Yes, but, or just let me stop the background. Just, just, yeah. Cause that was, that was. Just be a train in space. Yeah. You know, that might actually be a
0: cooler game.
2: But in I space, mean, you it, always have moving stars or planets in the background.
1: Also, also, they just make them real small. Also, <laughs> moving, moving train in space is not just void train. <laughs> but actually, I, I'm, I'm thinking of an anime right now from
0: like the 90s, which is like a train in space, and I can't remember the ugh. name of it. And I feel like a, a big dumb dumb.
1: <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that was pandemic train. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't play very long because I couldn't. <laughs> Blind. What have you else? what, what
2: else have you played?
0: I'm literally googling Anime Trade Okay, in space, well you yeah. right? <laughs> Okay. What's the name of this? I anime? play Um the, okay. the next game that I have is Undergrave though, if you sure, want me to yeah. do it. Um Undergrave is probably my highlight of everything that I played. Um more than The First Men. Um Undergrave is a very simple little roguelike um, which the dev actually uh, found my stream of it after I did it and tweeted at me in the middle of the night and said, thanks for playing. Um, but it's um, it's a very simple little roguelike where you have... currently In the demo, you have one character. Supposedly, there's going to be other uh, classes available in the full game um, where you have three abilities. And the character that you have in the demo has a dash, a throw, and a jump. You have a sword, and you can throw your sword. You can throw your sword and dash and pick up your sword. you can jump onto your throne sword and then kill a unit in the tile with your sword. You can jump with your sword and kill a unit in that tile. Um, and essentially so you, you have these three main abilities that are on a very sh- short um, not cooldown, but they have a very small um, uh, ability power uh, like take, which uh, you regain every turn um every i think it's every four floors you uh you get a little shop where you can get a perk which can um give you health back can give you better crit chance can give you um better range on your sword or on a particular ability and it's just an extremely satisfying small grid with only a couple of enemies i saw three different enemy types in the demo um that all behave differently they uh intentionally try to avoid your combos too so the ai is quite smart um and they it's all about um kiting back away from these weird zombie creatures and giant rats and weird heart brain critter things um until eventually you get to the boss on floor 10 and uh, kill it which i did so i did finish G-G. the demo um it is r- in in my opinion really 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 fun it has kind of the same sort of satisfying feel to it as like an into the breach um but with a one screen kind of puzzle roguelike style to it and i i, I Really, really like it. Sounds fun. So that's that's Undergrave. Cool, cool. Um, also, um, the dev for that game has put out a couple of other games in similar ish styles, and they're all like under ten dollars. Like, so I, I expect this game to be quite cheap. Nice. So, looking forward to that one.
1: Cool.
2: I've got something that I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> <I> play- <laughs> I played the demo for Builders of Egypt, which is a historical city builder similar to Pharaoh. It's supposed to come out in the first quarter of this year, so there's only like 1 month left, and it won't be early access. I so either that was an old demo build or they're going to pull all-nighters until the release because it is not finished like at all.
1: Mhm. I played it too.
2: It's so bad. So
0: I played this game in 2018. Yeah. Um bu- before it was called Builders of Egypt. I can't even remember what it was called. It was like Pharaoh's City or something. It it had another name previously. Um before back when it was just made by developer name, like first name last name instead of like Strategy mm-hmm. Labs, which is a developer now and before it had a publisher. Um it's always seemed kind of, I don't want to say janky, but like cheap yeah. in a weird way. It, it's like, I I always feel really bad when I say things like this about games because it's like, I think every game kind of deserves a fair shake, but I don't know. There's some, there's something weird it about this It was so one.
2: lackluster and it, like, it's not fun playing it. And then when you click on a building, you get a pop-up for that building to show you what it does, how many workers are there and stuff. And it's like the, that pop-up spawns on the map or something, because suddenly if, if you have a person that has an icon above its head running around, that icon would be on top of that pop-up. And also you can't move that pop-up, so it spawns like somewhere on the screen, and then if you move the camera, the pop-up moves with it. Well, like not with it, but it stays there and you move the camera and then it's it's so weird. It's like ha- I I do how? wonder
0: about this. I, I wonder about this cuz it's it's Playway SA that's publishing it, right? Yeah. And Playway SA is notorious for taking demos that de- developers make, paying that like buying the rights to the the the, the game idea, then firing the developer and then uh, putting a different studio on that game, changing the name and then making a billion of it and I'm scrolling down on this steam page and there's like, I don't know if this happened with this one in particular, but they're also making builders of China and builders of Greece, which look deceptively similar. Um, And I'm now real curious and they all have like different publisher er, publishers. Huh? This is very strange. I don't know. This is a weird one. Yeah.
1: So that, that was just, yeah, it's definitely not ready. It's definitely not ready. I don't,
0: I don't trust Playway SA because they're kinda like the closest thing we have to shovelware on Steam. And I've heard enough bad things about working with them that they scare me.
1: Some some stuff that they publish is good. Yeah, every
0: now and again they strike gold, but, but like some of them know, is
1: also acid flippy, half baked simulation games, yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: Um since that was Builders of Egypt, do we wanna talk about Pharaoh since it's right there?
1: Sure,
2: yeah. Have you played
0: Um, it? Anybody? Yeah, I did. Uh I also played the old one back in the day. (laughs) I did not
2: play the old one. I only played the new one. And I really like it.
0: I think those character animations are ugly. But um, aside from that, it's Pharaoh. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's just
1: Pharaoh again, which is... I mean, I'm okay with that.
0: There's something weird about the character animations like i maybe this is just my memory betraying me but i i I remember the character animations being less like bobblehead and kind of cartoony and moonwalky and more realistic but maybe i'm misremembering um i think that there's like a few spots where it's very bright to the point where it's almost abrasive on the eyes um in the i think it's the the first mission where they make you go mining you have to go mine gold um that mission, the the way the gold looks on the white rocks mm. is like hard on my eyes. Like it was almost painful to look okay. at. Um, but like even just a gamma setting for that for me would fix it. Like I could probably actually turn down my monitor brightness and fix that problem. Um, but aside from that, like there, I have a few minor UI gripes. The all of the UI on the left side of the screen has no yeah. tooltips. Those need tooltips because I don't know what any of those icons mean. You've got a Um, selection of
2: filters there, but you don't really know what the filters do. mm -hmm. They all have an icon, but. The filters
0: are the most important.
2: Yeah. So important. What does it do? I noticed the same thing,
0: yeah. Aside from a few minor UI gripes, I want to play more Pharaoh and I'll replay Pharaoh. Yeah, same. Pharaoh's great.
1: I actually skipped the demo because I'm like, yeah, I'll just play this anyway. i'll just play it i didn't finish the demo i i
0: did the first three missions i was like all right i'm good i'll i'll just play this yeah right exactly yeah um so that was pharaoh a new era the the remaster of the original pharaoh um what do we want to do next
1: should I d- knock out a few? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Um, all right. Uh, the first one that I'm going to talk about is Coromon. That's C-O-R-O-Mon, like Pokemon. Uh, actually, comes out next next uh, month already, a- and it's old school Game Boy Color Pokemon. Like even I- the art is almost reminiscent of it. Like, the art is very reminiscent of it. Um, The different types. I mean, they're all original creatures and whatnot, and you don't throw balls, you throw discs, but it's a love letter (laughs) to Pokemon. But it's a good one. It's a good love letter to Pokemon, so if you want to play more Pokemon, that's not Pokemon, but pretty, pixel-arty, Coromon. All right.
0: This is funny to me, because it feels like all of, like, Pokemon fandom played Stardew Valley, and we're like,
1: we can do that!
0: <laughs> it's kind of what it feels yeah. like, because there's a few of these.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, there's there's the a past, whole bunch. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean there's there's something. Coromon, Nexomon, there's a lot of Mons. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's that MMO thing. That oh came Temtem, out that yeah, but Temtem got, is not finished yet.
1: That's still early access.
0: Yeah, unfinished, finished. They're still trying. True, true. Yeah, <laughs> they still they still qualify. Yeah, yeah, that's true. As the wannabe Pokemon mm. replacers I suppose. Oh yeah, absolutely. But
1: cool. Koromon, yeah, Koromon, indeed. Um, next after that is the Unliving, uh, which is a um, God. How best to describe Unliving? <laughs> Wasn't that uh, Hack and Slash? Uh. No, not real. Well, not really, because it's it's also an army control game. Because you're a, a Necromancer and you did something and you don't know what you did. Um, is it Pikmin? Almost, in a way, but you attack with it, but, like, you attack with your, so you raise zombies, and they attack for you, and you can direct them, but you also have an attack, and basically, um, it's also run-based, it's got meta progression, and that sort of stuff. Um, it's gorgeous. Absolutely freaking gorgeous pixel art. I also only played it very briefly, because it also has wobble cam. So, uh, It makes sense that you... Because you you have to direct your your zombies around. So it makes sense that, obviously, you need to move the mouse across the screen. But it doesn't really... It's not really necessary to then also move the camera where you're moving your zombies. Like, I don't know. I have a question.
0: Just about cameras for a second. Um, How do you feel about, like, the MOBA style of doing cameras? More like League of Legends or even, like, an RTS where it's just, like, you move the camera independently of your unit. And then
1: select your unit and tell them where that's to go right that way. that's great, yeah. yeah, no problem. do you think that would work for a game like this? The thing is for this particular game this for unliving in particular, you can just have static stream a screen because you're um the way they've done it in this it is literally it is almost room based Pro- like you you almost progress from like a oh. room to a room, so it's really not oh. necessary that to have wobble cam. weird, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why...
0: I would prefer to just have, like, a static room Yeah, same,
2: cam. same. It's really sad, because I, hmm. I saw that game, and I put it on my wish list, and I got the demo, and I, I would have streamed it, but then if gdm me and we talked about demos, and then she said, oh, yeah, better not play that because of the camera.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sad mm-hmm. times. Like, Interesting. Like, the, fu- the gameplay is really fun. The art style is gorgeous. It's like, oh, such good pixel pixel art. Um, it's really fun to play, but, yeah, the, the wobble cam is just... Huh. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah. That was that was the unliving. I'll do one more and then we, we switch over. <laughs> Go ahead. As I sure. said, I played so just, many. Just um, next
0: I, I played a bris too, for whatever that's worth, which yeah. is later yeah. down the line. Yeah, well. sounds good.
1: Uh, I'll I'll leave that one to you. Uh, next up on my list is Nova Islands. The, the S is important, Nova Islands, because there's also a Nova Island. That's not the one I'm talking about. Uh, this game is not yet. That doesn't have a release date yet. But it's basically um, Forager, but with more crafting and automation. But it's 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 it feels it's similar to, to Forager if you've played that. Like you you uh, everything you do gives you XP and you level up from there and then you, you start you start harvesting resources and you craft that into new resources and then you get bots that kind of do that for you and that sort of stuff with that pro- progression. Like, I actually stopped the demo early because I'm like, yeah, I'll, if I don't stop this now, I'll play the entire demo and it's going to be like four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good um, sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. It's it's very simplistic looking, but it's it gets, I think, like progression wise it gets rather complicated um if you look at the screenshots and whatnot and yeah it's just it's just forager was really fun as well and this also seemed really 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 fun because you have to craft explore make like make items for quests to unlock stuff do research etc etc it really looks like forager yeah yeah
0: it does almost. i saw this pop up I saw this pop up in a recommended queue on Steam and I just kind of went, yep, yeah, it's another one of those, <laughs> next.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but its I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, uh, if, for people who like those types of games, that, that seems yep. neat. Yep. So so that was Nova Islands with an S? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I played
0: one. I, Nova Island is a different game. I played
2: one mm. more demo on stream, and there was mm. a little to the left, which Reminded me of unpacking, because it's a casual, mm. chill, zen game. But be careful about this. So it, mm. the first level is, there's a picture on the wall, and it's slightly tilted to a side. So you, you click it, and then you correct it so that it's straight again. And then you have to sort pencils and books. And it's really funny, because the, the puzzle way is, how do you sort it? Most of it seems, at least to me, it seems quite obvious. There was one level with a drawer where I didn't really see why that particular thing had to go on, on that side, but whatever. Um, it's not completely zen because there's also a cat that messes with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so just yeah, like real
2: life? Yeah, but I, I found it very charming. Like I don't like the art style that much, but... Same. I I really like like the idea of this, and it, I I find it oddly satisfying.
0: I'd play that if it was on. I'd play that if it was on Game Pass. That's all I have to say mm-hmm.
1: about that. I I found some of the maps then. Some of the maps I just thought like why, uh, the pencils. Yeah. Because you had the pencils, and then I just couldn't figure out that just want you to to throw the pencil shavings off the. Oh, no, that was that was immediately clear for me. No, absolutely like for for me, I was just like, do I need to like sort them? That's like putting dust under the rug Or do I have to do I have to like sort them according to like which pencil they are from, whatever? And then I actually looked at the hint for that and just throw it off. It was throw off the screen. Yeah, it was absolutely not clear to me. And um I don't like the art style because the art style, it has this two frame animation where it flickers back and forth and that is mm, I
0: know exactly what style you're talking
1: and about. it's just like it's so unnecessary and it's so busy on the eye i found like i i can't look at that for very long mm. so yeah i i i like the i i i appreciate the idea behind it and what they were trying to do but I, I'm gonna pass on that game because the uh, I could I can't deal with the flick like constant flickering back and forth Fair art enough. style yeah yeah next one? next
0: that was a little to the left yeah fgd one take one
1: sure um dawn grown is very 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 early um that's dawn like dawn like the you know Dawn and then Grown um, It's a very Early demo uh, th- At least it feels very early even though the, Apparently the, the game Is coming out this Year and it looks Like super chill but it's not So basically the, the, the only purpose of the game is To clean the environment You have a gun that Cleans the corruption away But the corruption keeps spreading and you have to like go back to like loading points for your gun to get like more cleansing foam and then you also have to water the area around you uh, after you've cleansed it for corruption that also will charge your gun but obviously if the meter for the corruption is full then you lose so it's actually not that, that zen it felt a bit early um, not in terms of like art or anything like that the art is very cohesive it felt early because the gun did not feel fun to shoot um it caught on like invisible pixel edges um the gun because you actually like physically hold the gun like away from you so if you're right next to the um corruption it doesn't actually spray at the corruption because you have to hit the edge rather than like like it just needs it needs some gameplay refinement the idea idea is cool but it needs some gameplay refining because the gun, the gun. Pl- I I guess I have to really say gunplay. The gunplay just didn't feel satisfying. Was that a first-person game, like all those simulators? No, 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 no. no it's top-down. It's top-down. It's. Oh, I see. Yeah,
0: it's like a top-down yeah. pixel art thingy where you play as a little frog. Yeah.
2: Looking
0: okay. at it right now.
1: It's uh. It's like it's like. Besides that, it's like super super kiri friendly um, as well. But yeah, it's just it the yeah the, the gun needs a bit of refining. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Dawn grown.
0: So that was Dawn Grown, yeah. Um, do you want to do a bris?
1: You go. You you do it.
0: Okay, I can take a bris. Uh, a bris is a, uh, uh isometric science fiction uh, physics game where you break buildings by building buildings with building blocks that have different effects. Like there's a spinny block, there's a rocket block, there's a boom boom block, and um, it has good sound effects. It made my computer lag, and it was satisfying. I liked it. <laughs>
1: The ad style is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah.
0: Um, I should say the full title because it's it's Abriss uh, Game uh, Build to Destroy. May, may I
1: help
2: you, Let's or we help you with down. pronunciation? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to offend you.
0: Sure. But offend you? <laughs> no, I
2: don't want to offend you. But so, so it's German, <laughs> and it's pronounced Abriss. Sure. So you pronounce the first syllable.
0: Okay, so Abriss, but with more phlegm. Got it.
2: Sure.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's like up, and then a slight pause, ris. Like it's not, briss, It's up, ris. Like there's just a little break in there, in between the B and the R. Basically, the rest is
0: trying to figure out how to do that
1: with my mouth. It's been
0: a long just, time since I've done German. just
1: say, just say up, like up, and then, ris or ris. That that works as well.
0: Up ris. Yes. Yeah,
1: very good. Yeah, that works. Yeah, okay, that works. I
0: I I did take German at mm. one point in my life, and I I will always remember my my uh, German teacher just shouting at us more flim more phlegm! <laughs> So that's why I always say Add as a
2: love, words that um, just works, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, especially when you're trying to teach English speakers how to say uh. anything in German, it's like how do you say Schadenfreude? It's like well,
1: <laughs> that's great, but and then yeah, you start no, it's, learning it's, it's Dutch. Just, it, it's, <laughs>
0: and then it's more yeah. and then it's and then you realize that finland stole all of the syllables the <laughs> um but uh yeah no so so th- this game just it it's just a isometric build and break stuff game and uh you know i i would i would almost compare it to something like um Oh geez, now now I'm blank on the name of that game. Um, the one where you build the siege engines—it's kind of like besieged. that to a degree, but like science fiction. Is it fiction. Besieged? It's besieged. Besieged, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, it's it's, it's kind of like that to a degree. Yeah, it's uh no, it's really fun, and it's it's um it's also simulation friendly because you can turn off like screen shake and rotating and all that sort of stuff, which is cool. Um, like the camera rotating, like it rotating on by its own uh, on its own and whatnot um it's absolutely gorgeous and oh my it's so pretty um the only thing that I really really missed is a 360 degree camera when building because sometimes I had issues kind of stacking edges properly against each other and if I had just been able to tilt the camera like lower the camera then tilt the camera up it would have been a lot easier to to build Like, I just want a free free roam camera in that game. I don't think it needs that,
0: but um, there's a game that that I really like called Parkitect, which has a bunch of controls that you can hit where it's like you shrink the grid to like one quarter size or one eighth size or one sixteenth size. Um, And it has a lot of very finely tuned snapping tools. I don't think, I don't know if this game necessarily needs a full-on free camera, but a... um, just just more ways to like shrink the grid and be more specific about your item placements I think would go a long way that's mm. my only real feedback for it, but aside from that, I think like style wise this game's phenomenal
1: yeah no it's it's very pretty it does look pretty yeah it is really
2: I just skipped on it because it's not really my thing
1: mm it's a it's a it's, i mean it's a it's, it's a it's mostly a puzzle, a game. puzzle game yeah yeah.
0: It actually, you know, it reminds me a lot of that Lego puzzle game. That brick venture thing. Mm hmm. Just in its perspective the and the journey. way it plays.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah in a way. Thing. Absolutely.
0: Also, in the way that it's like going to fry your graphics card if you turn the graphics up to full. Ooh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Indeed.
0: Um, so, what, what do we want to do next year?
1: I can pop. Or do you want to go Kiri? Go ahead. Go ahead. You have so many souls. I still have so many. I, this is this is. I'm I'm on I'm on line two of six. <laughs> yep.
2: Maybe, maybe right. we're gonna maybe just pick those that you really like. Do it. But there's
0: or just do a lightning round for all the ones you. Yeah, didn't like. Yeah, all
2: that. Some something just that like stood out.
0: Read out the titles. And be like, didn't like it. It sucked. Didn't like it. It's or whatever.
1: Well, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> like to be fair, it, to be fair, that there's a there's a few that I've already talked about. Um, because yes. you talked about it, so we can skip those. That's fine. Um, so Serpent Rogue is a plane that I played, which is a-, a game that I played. So Serpent Rogue um, comes out in two months, which has me actually kind of sad, because it's a- it's an action-adventure game, and you're supposed to cleanse the world by alchemy and befeating- defeating things, and Crafting and farming and making potions and whatnot The gameplay is not fun. It is not fun because you you get thrown and you have this tutorial and It tells you like okay you do this and then this and then you have to figure out how to make a potion uh, Like everything that you collect in it Has like attributes and then you can throw them together to make different potions. That's all fine. And then That's it in the tutorial area and then in your hut and then you go to the next area and that's the open planes. And um, you see this number at the top that's counting up. And you're just kind of there and you're like, okay, what am I doing now? What is the what is the number? Like, the number is never mentioned. It's not explained what the number does. It just goes up. And... Uh, the numbers keep going up. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Numbers go burr. Um, and then you run around and then there's uh, there's like... There's like friendly animals, but then there's corrupted animals and then the combat doesn't feel good because it's really hard to like, because you can block, but it's really hard to like realize when you can block an attack. And then when you die, you drop everything that you carry, including tools that you've crafted. And then you have to, you, you, you get resurrected at your, at your base, you have to run back to the spot where you died. To pick up your tools. And if you die on the way to the spots, uh, it does the Dark Souls thing where you lose what's dropped. But it's not it just seems souls. Like... You lose mm-hmm. your tools. And then you have to start basically yes. all over again. It's just its just not fun. Like don't starve together. So it's just get good, yes. just don't die.
0: Yeah. I, looking at this, I do not like this art style in the slightest.
1: It, the art style...
0: There's some, I've seen other games that look like this that have this like <laughs> over cell shaded look and they just, they lose depth and just get harder it to look l- at for me. It know.
1: looks worse the, in the screenshots on Steam for for whatever reason that it looked on my, when I played it. It looks
0: better in motion than it does in screenshots yeah. for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some gameplay right now. Yeah, yeah um, it looks better. It, looks good. It, it, do, it, do, it does look better in, in motion, but I, I do not like this art style at all.
1: It's, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but, like, the, the gameplay is just, like, it's just not fun. Hmm.
0: Well, so that's The Serpent Rogue. Yeah. Um, moving
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talked about that one. Celestial Empire uh, is an Asian, well, not set in Asia, China, uh, Anno-type game. So, you know, you have to produce resources, and then... Uh, if you supply your people with those resources, you can level up their house and then they demand new resources and you have to make production change, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you, you, get, you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Not ready yet, way too early. Wait like two more years. I, Aww.
0: <laughs> I heard that one's very um, derivative, doesn't really do much. No, new. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Which is kind of like a immediate no sell for me for a city builder. It's like, if you're a city builder, either A, you have to be part of a franchise that is like, that never really does anything new. Or B, you have to try and do something different or add some well, sort of twist. Otherwise, I'm just not interested. It
1: does have religion. Like, it has, like, a balancing karma religion type thing going on with, like, shrines sure. and gods that you have to do. So it does have Me. a little bit of a twist that's not super explained in the demo, though. And it's just mm. really early. Like, really early. Like, yeah. That, that game just needs Fair. to... It's not bad. Like, there's a solid foundation there. But it's just early. It's just really wickedly early. That's, yeah. All right. Next. Next. Uh, Post-Apo Builder. Worst, worst name, probably, of any game that I've played this demo.
0: <laughs> Is this that Atomic Village, Atomic Settlement game? Because it looks it's a like. Diff- that. No, it's, it's, a different that
1: it's a different one. It's a different one. It's another one of those. It's another one of those, yes. Um, doesn't have a release date yet. Terrible name. And it has this mm-hmm. terrible blurry vignette, overlaid. You can see it in the screenshots. Like, for some reason, like, Ooh. everything on the on the outside is blurred. And I don't know why. Like, it's not necessary. <laughs> it mm-hmm. just looks ugly. But... You know,
0: Frostpunk had that to a degree, and
1: I it drove me nuts. Yeah, it's just ugly, and it's distracting, and I don't know. There's, like, this tiny little area on screen that's actually, like in focus and then the rest is just ugh. it it Weird. it, it kind of takes a lot from all of the other post-apocalyptic city builders that have popped up recently uh atomic society surviving the aftermath and zone and whatnot but what i really actually liked about this one um it's it's still definitely early but it has free form city building and that's really nice like there, there's no grid, and you can rotate the buildings around. It's not a banished. Yeah, That's it's nice. not. It's, yeah, it's really nice, and you can like build stuff that looks a little bit more more natural and whatnot. So, um, for me, this is a keep an eye on it and, and just get rid of that stupid vignette. Just let me turn it <laughs> off. It's ugly. It makes you. It makes the game literally look so much worse than it actually looks because the textures and like the buildings, they look really nice actually, but they just look ugly because of that vignette. I don't know why they've done that. Also, get, get, a, so we get, a, get a different different name, please, because post-Apple Builder is just, no.
0: <laughs> so um, now that we're done with post-Apple Builder, uh, we're going <laughs> to move on to um, uh, a, a game that could have had a name generated in a uh, video game that came out in 2022, Name Generator.
1: Are you talking about a research story? yeah Yeah, it's also not the greatest um title
0: Uh but (laughs) it's
1: um it's uh it kind of it kind of makes sense that it's called research story because you are literally a researcher in this game okay so
0: take word add story take word add life or take word add farm life or farm life story onto a thing and it's like that's a whole genre of it games. Is, yeah. and it's like, can we get... Either we've run out of names for video games or people have run out of creativity for <laughs> names for video yeah, games but at this point. I don't yeah. know which one it is, but it's yeah. one of two. It's, it's
1: a really cute pixel life sim game. You're a researcher for the Violet Archive. And... Um, you're 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 a researcher so you research cuz suddenly things are popping up that have not popped up in that area at all like creatures and plants and that sort of stuff so the way you do it is like you encounter a plant or animal in the wild you have to observe them in the wild first to learn more about them uh and then the next time you encounter them you can for example for a plant you can harvest it maybe you get a seed and then if you get a seed you can then try to cultivate it at home and then By cultivating at home, you'll learn more about it. Same with animals; you encounter them in the wild, you try to approach them, and then uh, you'll learn more about them by observing them. You figure out how to tame them, then you tame them, you bring them to your farm, you interact with them, make them happy. Like it's really cleverly done. It sounds really fun. Yeah, it's really fun. No, I really enjoyed it. I I played. I cut it short as well because I was like, yeah, I'm gonna play this when it comes out because it's really fun. Two wish list. Yeah, it's very cleverly done. Um, The art style is. Absolutely gorgeous. And uh it's 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 a farm sim game, farm life sim game, but you're farming because you're doing research on everything. So it's a bit of differently motivated. I really enjoyed it. I like yeah. the idea of that. Like
0: that bees game.
1: Yeah. A- yeah. Apico. yeah, Yeah.
0: Apico, that's that's what yeah. I was thinking of, You're like researching and breeding bees.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah it's let's, let's just, let's just, just just continue. this is fc's episode <laughs> but yeah as i said i I played three um next up uh, i can keep that one short tiny kin is um uh a puzzle game sort of in the vein of pikmin uh you are in a house you're you got shrunk you're in a house and there are loads of tiny kin and loads of other creatures and bugs and whatnot and you interact with them and it's um and then you have to do puzzles and you have to like unlock passages and and collect. I think it's popcorn. I have no idea if it's popcorn, <laughs> but like basically you're you're trying to get unshrunk again, and it's really cleverly done. Um, the art style is really cool because it's like three D art, but then all the characters are like hand-drawn cartoon characters and they look almost
0: yeah this looks beautiful they almost
1: look like um like characters out of um hollow Knight. like it, it reminds me very much of that art style maybe because they're most of them are bugs but um it's just really cleverly done it's really fun um i enjoyed it it's fun it's a cool puzzle puzzle game collect-a-thon as well because as i said like i think in the demo you could collect over right I think it was 740 popcorn in one room. Like Whoa. you could spend that demo forever. Um, yeah, it's just it's just really cute, cleverly done. I love the fact that the tiny kin are all just tiny
0: little Mike Wazowski's.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this, the cool thing is if you're Monsters, if you're if you're uh, if you have them around you and you stop because you're talking to somebody, they'll just all fall over and start sleeping, and it's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> little
0: eyeball creatures. Yeah.
1: Ah. Oh. No, that it, that that was also really fun. Yep. That's All neat. right, meow. Yes, cats. Tiny um, Tinykin, Tiny Yeah. Uh, actually published by Tiny Build, so it's very aptly, uh, you know, very apt <laughs> connection to the to, to the publisher.
0: <laughs> that means you're gonna have to run your tiny kin through the hello neighbor host at some point, right?
1: <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It would fit the. It style. would, yeah. Also, there's so much cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's
0: okay. Cat played a lot of demos yeah. too, mostly involving fish and. Okay, now cat. now
1: I have to yeah.
2: go, because today I tried Cat Cafe Manager. It's very I fitting, like perfect. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, so I I didn't play much, but it has cute graphics and it's literally just that. So you you build your cafe. So there's also a building aspect, but it's super simple. Just select floor type and then drag and drop the floor really put on different wallpaper and you start very simple which is one table three chairs one cat and and then there's a town shopping mechanic where you have to go to the town and then buy some more cat food and then come back and people are gonna arrive and it's kind of like a cafe builder but then also Dash type because the way you manage your restaurant is like Dash. You move your character Ooh. with W E S D, um, and then you just interact with with the customers, with a cat, and you pet it. And then there are more cats coming, and you can adopt them, and they have different stats. So maybe they need less food, or they make your customers happier, and and that kind of thing. And then you just grow your cafe. Like that's that's fun. See? It's very wholesome.
1: Yeah. That sounds good. I was, I was, I was at first, because I looked at this and I was like, so sort of, yeah, this looks, this was kind of cute and wholesome, maybe a little bit boring, but then you said Dino Dash. And I'm yeah. like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Dino Dash games. Yeah. Well then.
2: Yeah, no, that was I, good. I,
1: I, I will add that then as well. <laughs> Yeah. Talking about running cafes and bars and saloons, I also tried Dead Deadwater Saloon, um, where you where you uh, are supposed to manage a saloon and build a town. And it has almost a little bit of like Empire of Sin interaction with other businesses and people in the town because you have your saloon where you also can manage relationship with people and you can do loads of things. You can seduce them uh like extort them murder them like like loads of different things um it sounded really interesting and it we started off playing and whatnot and then it just like super hard crashed and then i kind of didn't have an I, i i didn't have enough interest in what i'd played so far to go back to it after it crashed so hard and i I don't know. Like, the idea is really cool. But. It starts off really slow. At least in the demo. Because you have literally just your house. And a trapper. And one person living in the house. So you're ru- uh, in, in the town. So you run a saloon for one person. <laughs> it's a <Okay>. bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. M- maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's better. Because of the screenshots. Like when you have an actual full town. I think it could be a lot. Uh, more interesting because like as i said like every person in the in the town you can interact with with your character so was that just the
2: demo or because it crashed and you didn't actually get to that part
1: i think a bit of both Mm -hmm. i think i think i because i only i I didn't get that far in it and then also it crashed so hard and i was like i I can't be bothered to like restart and try to get back into and because i have so many other games to get through and um yeah, I need to keep an eye on this one. I'm I'm not super sure. Like the demo wasn't super convincing. Maybe, maybe when there's I don't know. Maybe if there's like a campaign mode or something, because this was obviously the only sandbox yeah, and that yeah. sort of stuff. So maybe don't know. We'll see. Uh, same with the next one actually. Um, Camp Canyonwood, is, um, basically you play as a, a newly appointed counselor for a summer camp and uh what you have to do is you have to make money <laughs> for the person actually owning the camp uh because they're lazy and they don't do anything and the way you make money is uh you get little little basically like campus like children you know it's like it's like american summer camp and they get badges and the, the more badges they collect over the summer, the more money you get, uh, and um, it then gets thrown really off the rails uh, later on. Like there's 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 like alien encounters and all sorts of weird things. Um, the art is really cool because it's like three D, but it's like like almost two D paper cutouts. Like you know, the people are like paper cutouts, basically, and like a lot of the
0: paper is a popular theme this year. I was about yeah. to say the art style here is terrifying, but that's
1: just... <laughs> but you know, it's 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 really nice. Like it's really nice looking, but then it lacked with the gameplay because you're it, maybe that was just a demo because the tutorial was really short, and then it's kind of just like all right, off you go now, you do your thing now, and but like it's like. Controlling your, because because you, so you get like four four campers, and you can go to the pier and you can fish. Um, you don't have a fishing rod, uh, which is hold E, or clicky. I don't remember. And then the other one is the under control, like um, is the same button, which is like super confusing. Is then it makes your campers do fishing, and then you can pick up the fish and you can roast them and that sort of stuff. But it's like it's too free. After the is this tutorial like i don't know it's like weird it's like i could not i just couldn't get into it like it seemed really cool and the idea seemed really cool but then it was it was too free and i had no idea what to do mm-hmm. later on i don't know
0: this seems like um it really wants to be don't starve
1: mm, no 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 not the way no not the way you play it it's 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 more of a mm, fair enough life sim adventure story oh. game thing
2: because
0: that, that's what I'm getting from yeah, the yeah. screenshots in the video, but yeah, eh, seems seems all right. Camp Canyonwood.
1: Like I like the idea. I love the art style, but gameplay was a bit weird. Maybe that was just a yeah, demo time to work. Yeah, on. yeah. Maybe the demo just wasn't cohesive enough. So I'll, I'll wait and see when it comes out. There's a pun in the title of the next one. Uh yes, Lumberjack. L-U-M bear. Jack. <laughs> uh,
0: L-U-M, bear
1: Jack. Yeah, so Lumberjack is I actually saw this, gosh, E3 last year? The year before. Oh boy. They had a thing. They had like a they had like a thing. Basically, you're just a bear uh that runs around the woods with an axe, destroying everything the humans build. Uh and uh the, the humans that are poisoning your environment and um, the, the people, you don't hit them with your axe, so you just slap them to slap some sense into them, and then they, they are happy, and then they don't destroy uh, the uh, environment anymore, and then you just complete maps. It's like a little bit of puzzling in there as well, because you have to like move cranes around and other things like that. Um, I had really bad camera controls, Like, it it had, like, weird snapping cam, but then also, like, you could WASD a cam, but then you would go around the building, it would snap the camera differently, and then you could WASD it again, and it was just really weird, and um, it was one of those games where the cutscenes just don't have a volume slider, so it was like, my ears! It's, it's, um... This reminds me of Donut County. Looking yeah, Target Con- T- County, uh, almost untitled Goose Gamey. Um, I think if the if the final game is longer than two hours, people are gonna get like there's there's too much because there's there's a little bit there's um there's one screenshot as well where you play golf with your axe uh, with with a, with a golf club and bombs and you like take down like bits, but the aiming is really off. Like, this is a game that can very easily overstay its welcome, but. You if know. it's short enough, I and, and they refine the camera a little bit. I think it can be, you know, it, it's going to be one of those fun games, you know, that you can play. Um, to me, that that
0: that looks like a, a really good like two to four hour, fifteen dollar yeah break stuff. Game, yeah,
1: but exactly
0: could definitely outstay its welcome. It certainly looks yeah
1: like that. with a little bit of puzzling in there as well. Um, hopefully, the puzzles get a bit yeah. more complicated uh, later on. It was it was all right there's definitely an audience for this sort of stuff um but yeah i, I don't think yeah, it should sure. be longer than two at most three hours because i think people will get sick of it at that point
0: well it definitely should be longer than this podcast but <laughs> this podcast is getting long so uh <laughs> what, what, what do we have left i see here?
1: potion
2: tycoon on fg's list Yes, and i was wondering about that because yeah. i, I want to try that too
1: what do you think it's um i i need to quickly check I, I enjoyed it A lot um, Okay yeah Because it has a coming soon release date um, so, so basically you run a, p- a potion shop but It's like sort of Almost a little bit um, Oxygen not included in a way Because you have your little helpers and they level up And they do your things and you have to like keep them happy But you also have to keep your customers happy And then you have to do quests but you also have to um, sort of almost potion craft your potions together. There's like a mini game with that because you can take like one ingredient and then whatever of that ingredient touches the ingredient circle. That's like that. But then you can like treat your ingredients. So certain bad bits like gets cut off because like certain plants, for example, they have like a um, they usually have four aspects and that could be like sweet, uh, bitter, and toxin and antitoxin and then depending on like what you how you treat a plant you cut certain bits off and whatnot like there's a lot going on and the the game has a lot going for it it sounds busy it is very busy yes and
0: it even has the day counter from oxygen not included
1: (laughs) yeah in a way yeah like like it is it is it is it's really good i really enjoyed it um there's a lot to do you can like customize your rooms and whatnot um I found it really hard to make money. <laughs> and I kind of ran my potion business into the ground, I think. <laughs> but um, this is definitely one I'm going to play when it comes out. Awesome. I, I really enjoyed it, yeah. Um, all right, I, I can get through this relatively quickly. Uh, Camping Builder is another one of those renovation-type Sim games, like simulation games that are popping up everywhere. You know, like Airport Renovator. It's actually by the Airport Renovator people. Hotel Renovator. Aqua Park Renovator. It's alright. It runs alright, but it's one of those companies that puts out a lot of demos and then you never see the finished games. So I'm kind of like waiting to actually. Because I really enjoyed Airport Renovator when I played that one, the demo. Uh, last. Next fest before that, I don't know. Like, but that game is not even out yet, right? It's like one of those where you don't know if it'll actually ever happen type yeah. games. So yeah. wait and see. Um, mail time is actually a really, really super wholesome mail delivery game. That's actually really, really, really early. um They're currently on Kickstarter actually, um, but oh, it's amazing. very early, yeah. But they had a fully playable 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 level um, with no issues. Uh, really adorable, like it's really cute. It's like it's like sweetly cute, um, mail delivery game. And there's like there's like have like different characters, and then you like take letters from one to the other, and then there's like love letters, and I don't know. It's 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 just super wholesome and cute, but um, it's uh,
0: little three D platformer yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, with like a little bit of collector song gotcha. going on as well. Uh, very wholesome, well, maybe worth watching. Um, but very early. Um, I think they're fully funded on Kickstarter, so it's That's probably good. gonna come out, um, but it's still very early. But cool. I, I enjoyed it. It was very cute. And you can customize your character, and they're so cute, because they have a little mushroom hat, but you can also customize like the backpack, and so cute. Just <laughs> way too...
0: Don't tell Nintendo.
1: <laughs> yeah, way too cute. Um, alright, next up. High Rise City. Um...
0: More like low rise. City. Yeah.
1: It is, it is a, it's coming out actually next month in early access, but it's basically. Acid Flip the City Builder. It's, uh. Yeah. Not good. It's like, it, it's super, it's ginormous when you download it because it's all boot store assets, so nothing's optimized. Um,. It has like this incredible zoom level. Like you can you can zoom into first person and walk around, and there's like literally every blade of grass is like simulated. But that also means as soon as you try to build something, the entire game lags. Uh, mm. You've got animals walking on water, and uh, you can also drive a car around your city. But as soon as you touch water, it ex- it explodes. It's um, not good. It is not good. It is one of those video games that's gonna show up on those certain YouTube channels where they do really wacky, buggy <laughs> things in video games, <laughs> and then it's going to fade into obscurity again. I, I
0: I have a I have a question. Did you ever play the Cities XL games? Yes, I didn't. This kind of reminds me of that a little bit.
1: It 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 has. They have
0: overwhelmingly negative reviews for a reason.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um. Similar, yeah. It takes a lot of that from those games. Also, it has like the city skyline's progression, like where you hit certain milestones in terms of size, you unlock new buildings and that sort of stuff. Like, there is, dare I say it, nothing original about this uh, video game. That's sad. Yeah.
0: All right, so a bland, uninteresting city builder at best, a laggy, broken mess at worst.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then That's unfortunate. and then two really good games. All right, first up, Ozzy Mandius. Which is, I think, that's how you sell. And actually, the full title is "Ozymandias: Bronze Age Empire Sim," which is oh, a, um, it's a, it's a historical 4X game that looks oh. deceptively simple, but it's not. <laughs> and it's also wish listed. It's also <laughs> designed to be rather short, so you can play a game in a sitting, in like an hour or two, rather than you know. Playing for 8-12 hours on one like run. Sounds very um, refreshing. It's really well done. Um, I really like the art. Um, as I said, deceptively simple. I, I only played like up to the third map. Which I actually lost. <laughs> because I was not paying attention properly. Um, th- yeah, it's very clever. Really, really, really enjoyed my time with it and can i just say
0: shout outs to goblins publishing who are the publisher of this because like they put out some like mixed reviews games like games that like just didn't do particularly well but everything that they put out is like weird and kind of unique yeah. in a way that i want to look at it
1: yeah yeah absolutely yeah no 100 so, percent.
0: shout outs to them for publishing weird games i like it
1: yep yep no i i is definitely like I, there's also there's it's gonna have multiplayer um they Ooh. already have, they, they've already done a multiplayer playtest as well. Um, so, yeah, no, that that one was really good. That was really, really good. Cool. I really enjoyed that one. Adding that to wishlist. Yeah. And then last but not least, I have made it to the end. <laughs> Yay! Hey, uh, is Puzzle of Clef. Puzzles of Clef, actually. Um, which is a super duper duper gorgeous 2D side scrolling. Um, Puzzle platformer exploration game. And it's just so pretty. It does look pretty. Wow. Well. Oh, it's so pretty. It's like um This girl's got a cute hat. Yeah, yeah. She's got a cute hat and it's got like puzzles in it. And like the characters are all hand drawn and like the backgrounds are I mean, they're obviously also they're also drawn, but like the the, the characters are like cartoon style. The background is a little bit more um a softer softer style but it's just so pretty and it's it's got like really good quests in it and like like puzzles like you have to um listen for certain puzzles to find things and then there are certain there's like melody puzzles there's jumping puzzles it's just really really cute and wholesome and just huh no it was really nice um doesn't come out till next year though um, but what's there already is like oh like the just the like you have this little log you see a screenshot of it as well and it's just so well done like the art they there's they just invested so much in the art uh, of this game it's it's yeah no highly recommend yeah. that's me done All right. hey that, that was it <laughs> wow I think there's one
0: or two games left on this list one is mine and one is Kiri's. yes yes yeah, so, so,
2: so mine. My game is Writer's Block, because I thought, that's cool, it's another typing game kind of thing. It's not. I was sorely disappointed, mm. because you, you are supposed to come up with just random words uh, to attack your enemy. So it's like you'll you have fight battles with words, um, but you've got like a typewriter in front of you that is just a jumble of letters, so it's not even the whole thing, not the whole keyboard. And then some oh. letters uh, will hurt you when you use it. Some h- letters will hurt you when you don't lose them, uh, don't use them. Um, but you can't even use your keyboard to type in the words. You have to click with your mouse on the typewriter on the screen. And it's just, nah. Nah. Ooh. This is
0: exactly the same as a game that I played on library computers when I was a little kid <laughs> called Bookworm Adventures. Okay. Like, the UI is the same. Oh, okay. And I, th- I think it was—I think it was called Bookworm Adventures. But if I—the reason I remember this game's existence is because the YouTuber Dunky, uh, as it became a meme in his comments section for a really long time, because he mentioned it once, and then he finally reviewed it, and it's a very, very, very funny video. <laughs> I
1: need to ask a Mystery about this because he's—he's um, he's a huge fan. I mean, it's—it's it's, it's so... basically just a uh, boggle the video game, isn't it?
2: yeah pretty much <laughs> I, I i've seen
1: very,
0: I, it's just i've i've seen i've literally seen almost an identical game to
1: this yeah I, I, I mean it,
0: it it's like a like a educational game for little kids kinda
2: yeah it's just i i expected something different
0: mm. yeah. oh well um do you do you want me to go with my yeah, last course, one Yeah. all right so my last one is whisker squadron um it's star fox with cats. It was Whisker Squadron. Um, Very much not friendly for either of you. Uh, Probably would cause massive amounts of motion sickness, um, and the open space areas made me feel kind of motion sick. Um, It's very early. Uh, It's slated to come out this year, I think. Um, Just double-checking. Yeah, it's slated to come out 2022. Um, I'm not super optimistic, uh, but the studio that's making it um, put out a game called Race the Sun in 2013, which I quite like, which is sort of like an infinite-runner um, and obstacles appear on the screen and you have to dodge left and right and collect little gems to extend the time before the sun sets and then when the sun sets or if you hit an obstacle you die um it's it, so like that that game was really neat like their previous games all got really polished this just feels like it's too early like the controls are exceptionally floaty and don't feel very good um, and like I said, there was, there's definitely like some FOV slash camera issues in the open space areas, but essentially it's randomly generated Star Fox with, um, FTL style progression. So you select different areas that you go to. Um, if you haven't played Star Fox, it's basically like two kinds of levels. There's open levels where you fly around in space and shoot enemies or like, Talk to NPCs, and then there's uh, the the classic Star Fox style levels where you just fly basically down a trench, and enemies appear in front of you, and you have to direct your ship left and right, kind of like an on rails shooter, but more much more like a classic arcade game. Pick up um, pickups and, and whatnot for your ship that either heal you or give you special one time use abilities, and then you shoot enemies on the screen. Um, the few boss designs that I saw were rather uninteresting looking. Um, but if if they manage to, like, tighten up the controls and just make it feel better to play, um, I think this could be very fun because I have a very soft spot in my heart for classic Star Fox, and I really want somebody to make a Star Fox game because Nintendo has proved time and time again that they can't make a good Star Fox game again. <laughs> so
2: <laughs>
0: that's what Whisker Squadron is.
1: We actually made yeah. it.
0: Also, like, it, it's all cats. It's all cats.
1: That's pretty good. I, look, I looked yes, at the, uh, the Steam store page, and yeah, that's definitely... Something that I shall not be playing.
0: <laughs> they do tell you to do a barrel roll, though.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: So That's... You, they know what they're yeah, doing. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, but yeah, it, it, it needs more time in the oven, I think. Very much so. Mm. Um, so we've made it to the end of this very long list of games. Uh, we do have a few news topics to talk about. So we're going to go to a quick break right now, I think. And then when we come back, we're going to skim through some news topics. Um, but uh, thanks for coming along with us for this very long journey through uh, the Steam
1: Next Fest. Hello, Pelanar here. I wasn't on this week's uh, episode to the traveling. Creating content on the go is something I plan to do a lot more in the future, so to be on the lookout for that. This time, uh, one of the places we visited was a cat cafe, so check out uh, some of the awesome uh, cat and food pictures from our trip uh, on team's Discord or twittercom Pelanar TV. And you can also find me every day on uh, twitch.tv.com in the European Evening Times and also soon again on the podcast. Uh, So enjoy the rest of the show.
0: And we are back once again. This is the Halcyon Frequency podcast for February 27th, 2022 with me, Blind, Tuti, Kiri and FG Squared. Uh, So we we have a few news stories that we're going to talk about here pretty quickly. Um, the first one is a uh, reporting coming out of one Jeff Grubb that was uh, then rewritten about on uh, Video Games Chronicle. Uh, Jeff Grubb talked on his premium giant bomb show, Grub Snacks, about how um, they are, uh, well, Obsidian Entertainment and uh, Microsoft are in very, very early talks about a uh, Fallout New Vegas 2. Is that... That's more or less the entire... Is that good
2: news? <laughs> Like, yeah Fallout New Vegas good? Was it good?
0: So Fallout 1 and 2 uh, were made by a studio, and then that got sold to uh, Bethesda, and they went off and made Fallout 3, which is a completely different game instead of being an isometric CRPG um, with good writing. It's a first-person Bethesda game with f- blood, with bloody weird physics and a lot of bugs and glitches and kind of mediocre writing. Um, Fallout New Vegas is more or less that original team Getting the new engine and putting the good writing and world design back. All in. right. But it still had like that kind of Bethesda game jank to it. Um, so this is like theoretically Obsidian, which is that same studio that made um, New Vegas, who's now owned by Microsoft and Bethesda is also owned by Microsoft potentially getting the opportunity to make that game again but hopefully with like enough money to actually finish it and not like whatever what it was like 13 months or something they had to make in Vegas yeah, <laughs> it, was it was like just short, over yeah. a year so um yeah it would it, be really cool to like get get to see them take another stab at new vegas be really cool even if I we mean, like actually
1: flesh it out cuz obviously since that time since new vegas came out obsidian also has grown in their storytelling and their development right so um yeah. i think this is literally like basically what fallout fans have been hoping and wishing for ever since it was announced that microsoft has bought both obsidian and bethesda and um and it is a clever marketing thing to do because yet they know this is going to print them a crap ton of money but um wouldn't get excited just yet because this is gonna be you know a game that comes out in maybe five years or or longer because because the thing is like bethesda still has starfield which is coming out in november this year then elder scrolls 6 slated for after that sometime in the future whenever that is and then obsidian is working on um there, there, like tiny little offshoot studio, like the, the like the smaller team is working on grounded, and that other team, their main team, is working on their own RPG that I'm currently avowed. avowed, which I
0: just looked up. Yeah, because yeah, I, I
1: I could also not remember
0: that. So it's a it's a fantasy RPG, kind of in a Skyrimish style yeah. that takes place in the same world as Pillars of Eternity, which is their other RPG franchise. Exactly,
1: which I'm actually really excited for. Um, but. Beside an announcement, we haven't heard anything about that either. So, that's also not really super far along. So, yeah, Fallout of Vegas 2, that's gonna be a while.
0: Mm-hmm. One thing I will say about Avowed is as of October 11th, 2021, they're still working on it.
1: <laughs>
2: so,
0: they're still working.
1: That's on good. It. That's good. And they're also working on Grounded. Grounded is also getting constant updates. Yes. So,. Yes, that.
0: Apparently Grounded's good. I Apparently.
1: only played it, um, that was like the one game I got Game Pass for, played it on Game Pass, was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, and it, it's, but then it went the whole, you know, it's another survival builder game. I'll wait till it's finished because otherwise I'll play it, you know, when it comes out. <laughs> I, play it, like, I, I play it in early access so much that I'll get sick of it and then I never touch it again. So I'll just wait until it comes out. But it was a good Game Pass investment. Yeah. I got Game Pass for a for a you know, a pound that month. Played uh, grounded with Lex. That was really fun. And then we unsubscribed again. It was great.
0: Seems like a really good piece of their wear.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um so the the next thing that we have here is uh on the topic of Bethesda is Bethesda is um, well first off, Bethesda has a launcher. Did, did not you you know that? Yes.
1: Yes, I did because <laughs> so I, I knew this. Um, you needed it back when uh, Fallout 76 came out. You needed it because it was... already. Right. yeah, that board. was an
2: exclusive.
1: Yeah. Wasn't yeah.
2: it? It's, it's so funny because you posted that news article, right? And I read it. I was like, Wait, so, so the, the, the article is they're basically shutting down the launcher and the games are moving to Steam. And and I didn't even know that they had a
1: launcher. <laughs> you and most yeah, of other f- people. Yeah. <laughs>
0: fallout 76 was was uh like you needed it and same with um uh elder scrolls online when elder scrolls Mm -hmm. online was in beta you needed it so if you want to like pre-order elder scrolls you could only do it through their browser and so a lot of people who play elder scrolls online are locked into that brow into Mm -hmm. that launcher um and then there was like Like now you can play on Steam as well, but you still have to use your Bethesda account. So that's kind of the wrinkle in this is they're getting rid of their launcher. So like the separate downloadable client. Uh, the Bethesda.net launcher, but they're keeping their account structure. So I'm assuming it'll be like Paradox, where every Paradox game, you sign up your Paradox account you get extra stuff. I'm I'm assuming it'll be like that. So anybody who, because um, people who uh, have the Bethesda launcher, you can link your account with your Steam account and all your stuff will migrate over for free while they sunset it. So um, I'm assuming like when you start up Elder Scrolls Online, they'll still use the same login and whatnot and same with their other games. Probably, yeah. Um, If you want to take part in any of their marketplaces or keep your stuff, (laughs) which you want. Um, but yeah, you can uninstall another launcher.
1: Woo! Yeah. That's good. I mean, the only, the only game I had on there was Fallout 76, which then they already gave everybody a free Steam copy for. <laughs> if you were on the Bethesda launcher, sorry.
0: It's good to know that they don't care about their own launcher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was kind of... It was unnecessary. Yeah. Apparently it, was it wasn't worth unnecessary. it. Well... For the few games that needed it, I guess. I mean, yeah, most MMOs have their own launches. But even then, like, a lot of them are moving just to using Steam. See, you know, Final Fantasy 14, New World, Lost Ark. They're all on Steam. Right? Yeah. Like, proprietary launches for MMOs also are kind of disappearing, I think. Hopefully. Yep.
0: Uh, the next thing here we have on the news docket is uh, TwitchCon! Coming back.
1: Yeah. Mixed feelings. Very mixed feelings, yeah, same. But
2: I decided to just do it. So I booked my accommodation on flight for Amsterdam for TwitchCon EU, which is going to happen in July, the 16th and the 17th of July. And then there is TwitchCon NA in San Diego in October. Was it 6th to 8th, I believe? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, checks out. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll double like check. Like
2: the the NA one is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one day longer than the EU one. It's always yeah, it's always a day longer, yeah. And I'm basically made up my mind to go there too. I'll oh, I'll wow. just do it.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a I think it's a choice that everybody has to make for themselves. Um, I have made the Seventh choice. Tonight. To not October. risk it. Um, but yeah, as I said. Like, I'm not
0: going to either. Yeah,
1: I, I, I will also wait one more year. Um, I, I want to see everybody. But do I want to see everybody while constantly being worried about getting sick? No. And risking I it. And, for yeah, me,
0: mm. I think for me it's a few things. Thing number one, there is a very real possibility Dwarf Fortress might release in fall of this <laughs> year.
2: I think that's a great reason. That's
0: thing number one. Um, so October is suddenly a big wall of question marks for mm. me. That's that's my like work excuse. Second, I've never actually gotten that much um, out of going to conventions networking-wise because so few people play the games that I play, and it's always been that way. It's always just been an excuse to hang out with friends. And up until the last TwitchCon, I had two incomes in my house. I'm just me right now. And so I don't know if I can reasonably afford either of mm. these conventions this year because uh, I don't have that safety net. Yep. I, I don't have like a partner that I can just be like, hey, can you pay rent for two months so I can go to this event? Um, so I realistic, I, like I know how much those conventions, like at least San Diego costs me because I've been to San Diego twice for Twitch cons. I know how much it costs and I know I can't afford it. Yep. Um, and Amsterdam is similar the difference with Amsterdam is it's like, it's only two days. So even if I were to travel, it would take me like realistically probably a week to actually go to that event between just like layovers and flights and whatnot and going to the event and jet lag. I I don't see that being pleasant. If I were to do Amsterdam, I'd want to be in Amsterdam for yeah. a week and then also go see family. Yeah. So I think I'm just, I'm just going to save my pennies and try and go next year and skip San Diego next year um, and just try and go to... EU next year. That sounds like a
1: good plan. Yeah. I think I, um, Europe is always, I've been to both once because EU has only happened once. Um, Europe felt a lot more like a, like, it was like, I met cool streamers at NA. But EU was my community because there were my viewers were there too. Because NA the problem is you will only have viewers you will mostly only have viewers getting coming there that live close by because it's so expensive to travel from all over the US and Canada there. Um there's two problems actually with TwitchCon NA. I was just gonna say, like whereas travel in Europe is much cheaper. So, so more community members go there Because you can like just book a Cheap flight for 60 euros If you're lucky to just city hop over um, But then also And this is this is my personal thing right now If I could get maybe on a train To go to Amsterdam Which I probably actually could I, I would do it But I, I don't want to sit in a plane With strangers For hours Not knowing if they're sick or not I just don't want to risk it I'm just sp- for me like it,
0: the the issue with TwitchCon NA and just to bounce off the the viewers thing is there's like I I've been to almost every TwitchCon NA there is nothing to do at TwitchCon NA if you're not a streamer yeah. it's not a convention for viewers um, so the issue is there's always a few people who want to see me but I'm always super busy because. Like, I'm either going to meetings or going to parties or going to doing stuff, and then nobody ever gets to see me. Whereas PAX works so much better for that kind of thing. Also, there is so much stuff for people to do, and I always get so much more done at PAX. So if I'm going to go to a convention in North America, PAX West for me is just across the border. So much easier to get Mm. to. There's so much more to do in the area around PAX. There's so many more places to stay. And it... Is it's a longer convention. It's four days. There's a way wider variety of panels instead of just like the basic bips and bobs of how to get into streaming, which is a lot of what TwitchCon NA's panels are. So I, I, like, I think I've been to a total of three panels of TwitchCon NA ever, and one of them wasn't even related to streaming. It was a paradox thing. So it's like the there's so much more for me to do at PAX West than there is at a TwitchCon that it just makes sense for me to wait for PAX West to come back proper and go to that again. Also uh i always can get i can get press badges for pax west so it literally costs me like 30 dollars to take the train across the border and then i can stay with a friend and i don't have to pay for my ticket most of the time <laughs> that's cool. so it's like
2: do you know if that's gonna happen this year when, when
0: it comes to cost benefit analysis it's like twitchcon is like not on the scale currently
2: of course do you know if pax is gonna happen this year
0: it happened last year
2: oh well then so
0: I don't know about this. I probably won't go this year, but I would mm-hmm. go next year. I, I'm I'm giving it another year for like COVID to just fizzle.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's it's a choice but, everybody um, has to make for themselves.
2: Right.
0: PAX East, uh, which did didn't happen this year. I don't. Know. I don't remember. Uh, PAX East, which is in Boston, is uh, one that a lot of. Uh, That I met a lot of European viewers at. Actually, a lot of Russian viewers at, oddly enough. Yeah, Um, Yeah.
1: PAX East. um,
0: Because that's in Boston.
1: I was very uh, interested. No, no, PAX East is apparently happening this year, I think. Is it? Yeah. I I
0: won't go this year, but I I would consider going to a PAX East instead of a TwitchCon NA. Mm. Because it costs about as much for me to go to Boston as it does for me to go to TwitchCon. I just
1: want to go back to Boston because I used to live in Massachusetts. I could literally go and meet up with people that i haven't seen in 20 years wow yeah <laughs> um no but apparently no it is uh, 20 april 21st till the 24th
0: yeah they normally they normally do uh pax east in may so it's always freezing because <laughs> <laughs> it's cold as hell in boston um yeah, that yeah, that, that's TwitchCon, I think. I don't think we have too much more to say on conventions news.
2: No, that was it.
0: Um, no, that's it. We do have two small game announcement topics that I just kind of want to mention real quick. Um, Steam Deck, it's for sale. You can buy it, I think. I think.
2: Right, today was the day they sent out the first emails. Did
1: you get one? No. Yeah.
0: Oh. So if, hmm, if you pre-ordered, you have a chance to maybe get one. But alongside of that, uh, Valve announced a new game which is a- Aperture Desk Job. Um, it's controller only, but it's not like Steam Deck exclusive or anything silly. Uh, and it's just a desk management Aperture Science game, and I'm going to play it. Can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be free. It's free. It's going
1: to be free as well.
0: It's supposedly free and short. So I will play it. Can't wait. Super excited.
1: It looks funny. Um.
0: Yes. I mean, it better be if it's an Aperture Science yeah. related thing. Um.
1: Exactly.
0: I'm just looking for the actual. Yeah, the release date is March first. So. Oh, no, another game on the March week.
1: first. Great. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. 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 Although <laughs> this we'll one's short. Fine. It says
0: short in the tags. <laughs> mm. Um. And then the other one is uh, Tunic. I just kind of want to mention this one because this one has like I, I played this at PAX twice. I think. Shoutouts to Finji. Um, th- this is a, a game made by one Canadian. And I think he's been making this one game since, like, 2014. Um, it's Legend of Zelda, but you're a cute fox. <laughs> with more engaging combat than Legend of Zelda. That's everything that I can say about that game is that. Uh, there is one wrinkle with uh, Tunic, though, and that is... Did, did either of you play um, Fez?
1: Yes. No.
0: I think this could be a Fez.
1: Hmm. How far?
0: And if you know what that means... You know what that means. And if you don't know what that means Well Do you
1: mean do you mean like There's
0: weird symbols in this game that are interactable that mean nothing to the player. I'll just say that.
1: Oh, so you so you meant like I know okay, I know what you mean. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Got it. I understand. This might be a
0: fez. Because I, I was I was at first I was <laughs> so, thinking
1: like gameplay or camera wise, but you mean gameplay wise. Got it.
0: I, I mean like Oh god, I have to replay this game 18 times mm. and I'm still finding new stuff. Also, why is there a language that I'm now trying to decipher on a piece of paper? <laughs> I think it might be one of those. Yeah,
1: it might be. Might be. So. Wouldn't put it past that That person. game might be exciting. <laughs>
0: that game might be exciting. As, as long as the developer isn't to fill fish, we're good. <laughs> oh <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, that's not that's that's a different can of worms from a long time ago. Simpler times. Um but talking about simpler times, uh this uh podcast is more than a simple time length. So I think we're gonna skip our, um, our our question segment for this week. But uh if you would like to leave a question for us for next week, uh you can do that on the Halcyon Frequency Community Discord, which can be found through our website, halcyonfrequency.com I think that we're uh we're wrapping up here. Um so Kiri, do you wanna tell us who you are and where we can find yeah, your um, stuff?
2: Tutti Kiri or Kiri and I stream on Twitch. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, iStreams, Tragedy Games, lots of Total War, Warhammer 3 right now, but also indie games. And I'm probably going to do a couple more, like a couple, like on Sunday and Monday, more demo stuff.
0: And FG?
1: Yeah, I am FG, FG Squared. You can find me on Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, Instagram, under that handle. Also on Twitter, but there's a sneaky underscore between the FG and the squared. And I play a wide variety of games, both indie and not so indie, Mondays through Fridays. Um, I am probably moving sometime next month. I don't know when, how, why. I Yeah, it's a mess. Um, so there might be some days where I won't be streaming, but next week we've got... Lots of stuff coming up. As I said, there's like a bajillion games coming out on the 1st. Um, Monday, I will be doing more Brookhaven, which I guess is a game I'll talk about next time when we talk about what we've been playing besides demos. And um, Tuesday is uh, Elix 2. That's finally coming out. I'm ready for some glorious uh, Eurojank RPG action adventure.
0: That's Piranha Bytes, yes. right? Yes elix 2 yes yeah the studio not to be confused with piranic games right <laughs> <laughs> The people who make mech warrior online um no this is anyway, the uh, uh the
1: I, the risen people and all of that sort of stuff
0: yeah the weird eurojank uh, rpg people yeah. that make very ambitious games with not enough people to actually make them <laughs> <laughs> but they're still you know, so I, good I, I i appreciate their their um what's the word um I don't know. I I I lost the word that I was looking for, but I I do appreciate their I do appreciate their enthusiasm, um, and uh, I'm blind. And you can find me at blindirl on Twitch and Twitter and other places like Patreon and YouTube. And I stream a lot of Dwarf Fortress and sometimes other things. And uh, I'm having Tarn Adams on my stream on Thursday uh, next week after the time of recording. Uh, so that is uh, Thursday the third. Um, at 3 p.m. Pacific.
1: That's so developer of we'll Dwarf Fortress for those who might yep. not know who that is.
0: Developer programmer, also known as Toady1 uh, and mathematics genius and eccentric amazing person to talk to. Um, so, yeah, that's that. That's me. That's us. Uh, if you want to find more episodes of this podcast, you can do that over at HalcyonFrequency.com and if you want to check us all out you can find us uh, via that website. Click on the little Twitch link. Um, HalcyonFrequency.com Dot com. And once again, if you would like to leave uh, comments for us to read uh, in question format, uh, you can do that on our Discord, which can also be found through the website. And if you want to help this podcast out, leave us a review. It doesn't matter what platform. Just leave us a review and let us know that you reviewed it. And, uh, you know, five stars for a five-star runtime. Um, till next time, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I have to try so hard to not say watching. And, uh, <laughs> you'll hear us again thank next you, week. Thank
2: you. Bye. Bye. Bye.